Welcome to Up the Union podcast. I'm Dan Hames and I'm talking with Tony Ranke about John Newton. We've talked about Newton's conversion and his pastoral ministry. Tony, do you think there is a central message or theme to Newton's life and his work as a pastor? Yeah, I think the this the subtitle of my book to live as Christ um I think I think that's really the the theme in the heart of Newton's pastoral counsel. He understands that uh, we're saved by Christ, yes, we're also sanctified by Christ. So the more glory of his that we behold, the more that we behold the glory of Jesus Christ, we're being changed from one degree of glory to the next. So Christ is not only the beginning of the Christian life, you know, it's the ABCs all the way to Z of the Christian life. And not only is Christ the center of the Christian life, he's the center of the beatific vision. He is what we look forward to for all eternity, basking in his presence, enjoying his presence. And so he he definitely ministers from that, that paradigm that the more he can get people to see the beauty of Jesus Christ, the more they're going to be changed. And so he understands the expulsive power of a new affection. And a number of the people that he reads are, are, are very clear on this. Newton has a number of lines in his hymns uh, that that t- essentially talk about the expulsive power of a new affection. So the more Christ you can get into somebody's soul, the m- the less power sin has in that soul. And so that's I think his operating motif for pastoral ministry is just getting back to Christ over and over again. And he does that in a number of really creative ways that I think are uh, not only inventive but also uh, very helpful for pastors to think through today. Could you give us some examples of that maybe? How does this very Christ-centered way of pastoring express itself? Uh, Yes, there's going to be lines here and there in his hymns that talk about, uh, you you know, when when you see the king's palace far away, you avoid sin. That's essentially a line. I'm paraphrasing a, a line in one of his hymns. When you can see the kingdom in the in the background, you can avoid sin in the foreground. Uh, he's gonna that that motif is gonna show up in a number of places. But I think it's just the the way he deals with people, and it it, it could be someone who's depressed. Who uh, you know, there's one letter that I, I just love. It comes from a woman who's who's very depressed. She sees her sin. She she feels condemned. She she can't feel the joy of salvation. She's just so overwhelmed with her sinfulness and Newton writes back and all he does is walk her through uh, essentially the stations of the life of Christ and you know, she, he just wants her to see look at Christ born look at Christ in his ministry look at Christ on the cross look at Christ in the grave look at Christ resurrected now look at Christ ascended and so he just takes her through uh, the life of Christ so that she can see again the glory of who this this Savior is and I think that's just one of the things he does over and over again, but it doesn't matter what the sin is. It doesn't matter what the situation is in life. That's always going to be the need of the Christian life is for Christians to re recapture again the glory of who our Savior is. And he, one of the ways that he does this, I, I say he's kind of uh, inventive in this way, and one of the ways he does this is he, he doesn't focus a lot on theological categories such as justification uh, or righteousness. He, those are all implied in everything he says, but what he's going to talk about is Christ as our lamb, Christ as our substitute, Christ as our head, Christ as our king, Christ as our husband, Christ as our prophet, priest, king. He's going to always frame Christ 
in in the personal categories so that it's not a theological category that we get from Christ, like just justification, but that Christ is the lamb who died for us. So he's going to put the emphasis on the person of Christ over and over again. And I think that bears tremendous fruit in his ministry long term because it, he's able to say to people of all walks of life who are Christians in all sorts of circumstances, what you need is more of Christ. What you need is more of him, a person, this living relationship. You need communion with him and to realize that you're united with with him and that he's reigning and ruling in heaven right now. This person that we read about in the Bible, that we understand in the Bible, he's living, he's alive, he is our advocate now, he is sympathetic with us now. And it's all run through the these personal categories for for who Christ is in his person. Tony, just as you say that, I wonder if there is some relevance here for the contemporary debates around the issue of sanctification. Um, I think some of us maybe want to emphasize our justification for growth in holiness in the Christian life, and some of us want to emphasize discipline and good habits for growth in holiness. It seems to me, though, that Newton is emphasizing the person of Christ and our relationship with him. Um, That seems to be a kind of refreshing voice and a, a slightly different take on the whole issue. Exactly. I think it's what 1 Corinthians one thirty, First Corinthians one thirty, where Paul just runs all the categories together. Christ is our righteousness, our justification, our sanctification. He he's all of that. And you start looking, well, what's forensic and what's not forensic? And it's just he just sort of lumps it all together. And Newton will look at that passage and say, That's exactly right. The Christian life in Christ is not just forensic categories, it's also living, vibrant communion. It's living, it's it's uh it's it's all of that. So everything you can imagine of Christ whether it's our justification or our glorification or whether it's our union with him or whether it's our forensic categories or more felt experiential categories. It's just, it's, it's all coming from this person. And uh, so he doesn't, yeah, Newton doesn't have any problem with, you know, well, is this passage forensic or is it non-forensic? He's just going to throw it all together and say, Christ is all of this. I mean, he is the sun in the solar system and the sun in the solar system can, you know, provide life for 7 billion people. People on one planet. I mean, there is sufficiency in this sun for everything we can possibly imagine. And uh, uh, so, yeah, you're exactly right. I think uh, Newton has just a more robust understanding of sanctification than just you know hitting reset and going back to back to justification over and over again. It's going back to the person of Christ, looking forward to Him, looking forward to the forerunner who has paved the path for us and who is leading us towards His presence. Brilliant stuff. Thank you, Tony, so much. Make sure you tune in again next time for Up the Union podcast. 